Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Evo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 107. Full disclosure, I have recorded this podcast three times, and this is why. Have you ever had a hiccup bout... <laughs> It just came out of nowhere. No matter what I did, I I mean, I literally walked in the house and said, babe, I can't finish this podcast. And she was like, maybe you're not supposed to do it. I was like, maybe I'm not supposed to, but my gosh, what is going on? So I'm like drinking water. I'm trying to go through all the hiccup strategies to be able to bring this podcast to you. So the struggle is real. Those of you who listening, who are listening on the other end and just think, oh, this must be so nice. This guy just checks in and he, he puts it in a little thing or whatever, does a little voiceover thing or whatever. The struggle's real. Hiccups are real and they're disrupting my plan for executing on this particular podcast. And I have to continue on. I have to endure because I'm really, really excited about our passage today. Before I do that, I just want to say thanks to all of you who are listening, who are sharing, subscribing, all that good stuff. Thank you so much. Really appreciate the support. And then for those of you who are giving on our Patreon page, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your generosity, for being a part of this podcast. It honestly is deeply encouraging for me, especially on days like today when the hiccups, they're after me. They're coming to get me. But you know what? Your support, your care, your love, it means a lot to me. And so I will endure this passage. This passage is so good. So excited. James 1.22. Before I go into it, this is what I'll say. If you've never read the book of James, it's a great read. Uh, It's a great study. Slow down. This is one of those books that you can take. It's not that many chapters. I think it's like six chapters. Take it, digest it. There is so much truth in this small little book. So if you're like, man, where do I read next? Like, I want to read somewhere. Where do I read? James is a great book to read. It's actually a fairly confrontational or uh, um, not confrontational. Well, it is a fairly confrontational book of the Bible, but there's a uh, historically there's been a lot of uh, uh, conversation around it. Um, uh, People who say it's not inspired by God, others who definitely say it is. I mean, there's a lot of dispute around it, but it is a part of what we would call the canon of scripture that's been approved by councils. Uh, But there's it's just been kind of it's got some controversy around it, which is kind of cool. Um, But dig into it. Find out that history. Find out that controversy. Study it for yourself. It's really, really good. Other helpful information before we go into this verse that James is the brother of Jesus. And so that's always awesome. And I kind of love the dynamics as you read in the book of James and you realize like, wow, this guy was like related to Jesus. That's pretty cool. But anyway, James 1, 22 says this. This is a kind of a famous passage, but it says this, be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. Now there's so much more to this particular chapter, chapter one. So I can't encourage you enough to just go read chapter one. I'm just yanking out this one verse uh, and we're going to work through it. But chapter one is so powerful 
But this passage is really, really, really important as it pertains uh, to Christian uh, to Christians. When I was launching, um, I think I brought up on this podcast on multiple times. I, I launched a, a, a nonprofit in Phoenix called Phoenix One. And it was a, it was basically, the coolest thing about it was the the real goal behind it was to help uh, young professionals re-engage with the local church. But the goal was, is that we're going to try to unite the local church. Every denomination, we want you to come together under the banner of Jesus's death and resurrection and let's worship together. It was so beautiful. And so we would do a worship gathering every other week and we'd invite the whole church, the church in the valley. Uh, to this old historic church, 150-year-old church, and we'd worship together. Unbelievable. It was so beautiful and so beautiful to see what God uh, did. But as we launched that, I mean, it was obviously really difficult to launch. Um, it, had, it had a lot of people who were like, they weren't sure what it was, it wouldn't work, all those different things. But we just kept enduring, and we really believed that God was going to do something really amazing, and he did. So we launched a few, kind of said, okay, I think this is what God's calling us to, and then made it official. And so Suresh, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast at all, is Suresh, who's who's one of my spiritual mentors. Uh, He's a giant in my life, and uh, he's like family to me. But he's the president of Harvest India. Um, He lives in India, uh, um, just a wonderful, godly man. And he was there for one of those gatherings. He was watching all that God had done and all that had taken to kind of get that off the ground. And and he looks at me after a gathering and he said this, Hey, Jeff, I need to tell you something. He says, everybody thinks, everyone thinks birthing the baby is the hardest part. He goes, and it is hard, but the hardest part is raising the child. And he looked at me and says, you've birthed the baby, now raise the child. And I remember just in that moment going, wow, that was so powerful for me because I thought like, wow, I felt like all the work we had done to get it up off the ground, you know, a lot of the bumps in the road and all the different crazy stuff that we had to go through in order to get that thing going. I felt like we, we did it. We made it happen. There's a bunch of people here and we're reaching lots of churches. And he's like, no, 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 keep going, keep moving forward. And what he was saying is this, be a doer. Go do what God has called you to do. Don't give up. Just keep going. Keep moving. And the analogy runs out like this. You know, once you birth a baby, and now I myself have never birthed a baby. I have watched my wife do it, and it has made me even respect her even greater. I mean, women, if you're listening to this, you're extraordinary You're extraordinary being. You're far stronger than any male I've ever met. I can never do what you have done. You you all are incredible. And and but once the baby is birthed, that's not the end. I mean, what we have gone through, as I've told you, I've got a, a son who will be 20 here in November. He's a sophomore in college to raise the child is an immense amount of sacrifice over a long period of time. And this is what Suresh is saying. It takes hard work to raise the child. This is what James is trying to help us understand. And I love this passage. It's so honest and straightforward. 
as is the whole book of James, as I said earlier, this passage really gets to the heart of what it means to follow Jesus. It's good. It's like, and if you read through the whole book of James, he's going to go continually go right to the heart of what it means to be a Christian, of what it means to follow after Jesus. He has a very blunt and straightforward way that he's going to present these truths to us. And he starts off here by just going like, listen, be a doer of the word, not just a hearer, deceiving yourself, right? Be a doer of the world, uh, of the word. So what we do matters, The Bible is full of direction to help us Christians live like Christ. But that's just it. Many of us, many of us are just hearers of the word, but not necessarily doers because we don't know the word. You know, here's the interesting thing about this podcast. You know, as I kind of sat out here on the front porch and I thought, wow, I am learning so much about God's word. I am learning so much and it's almost like I'm learning it all over, all over again. You know, it's like really beautiful, really amazing. But this podcast and the reason why this podcast came to be what came out of my own personal understanding and relationship with the Lord. But the podcast really exists to invite you all into a deeper understanding of God's word so that you can follow after him. That's the hope. That's the goal of this whole thing. I'll just shut the whole thing down if that's not happening. That's the goal. And you know what? From some of you who've reached out to me, that seems to be a part of the story for many of you. But, you know, the hope is that is that you dig in and you learn more so that it impacts the way you live your life. You know, I always joke about like, listen, when this podcast down, slow down, reflect. That's a big deal because I want you to not just my hope is that you're not just hearers of what God is saying to you. But now that you go apply that. And whatever area of life you find yourself in, is you're, if you're a mom, apply the word of God in what it means to be a mom. And you moms and dads who are home with your kids and schooling them, you're getting your butt kicked right now. You're like, how do I do this? How do I have patience? How do I have goodness in the midst of this? Right? You're taking the word of God and you're applying it. To those of you who are in the job space, taking the word of God and applying it. Right? So many of you, as you listen to this, I pray that you just apply it and you're not just listening and listening and consuming and consuming that actually you're, you're using it and applying it into your life. That's where it will make a big difference. And as you dig in and learn more, it should impact your life. And that that's the hope, you know, Proverbs talks about how the Bible is like a lamp unto our feet, and it says a light unto our path. It is giving us direction and what it really means to follow after Jesus. But if we don't know the word, right? If you don't know the word, then how can we be doers of it? If we don't know the word of God, then how can you be a doer of the word of God? That's the thing that should deeply impact us. This book that has been given to us is authoritative. 2,000-year-old document 
right? That has been put together, compilate, uh, put together in, in, in form and organized so that we can receive what God is telling us. I have found that many times people don't want to read the Bible because they just don't want to know. Right. You know, it's like, you know, it's like a child who doesn't want to ask his parents advice or doesn't want to go and tell them about something because because they don't want to do what they know their parents are going to tell them. Right. Like they're afraid. They're like, man, if I go tell my parents this and they're going to tell me this and I don't want to hear that and I don't want to do that. A lot of times that's what happens with the word of God. I meet a lot of people who are like, I don't know if I want to dig into this thing because I don't want to be convicted. I don't really want to live out these things. I don't really want to sacrifice like that. I don't want to really be generous like that. Because here's the thing that I, I, I think I just really started to come to understand in my own life. The Bible is a life-giving book that is guiding us to the heart of God. We will learn what it means to love God and to love others. This allows us to have a proactive faith that will ultimately bring us life and life to others. The Bible's trying to liberate us. James is like, listen, as you learn the word of God, then you release it to the spaces and places that you are called to. You release it in your own life, your own heart, your own soul, and it brings life to you and it will bring life to you to others. And see what happens is now that I know the truth. So when we start slowing down and when we start learning and listening to the word of God, we now know the truth. And because we are reading and we're learning, I'm now responsible. Now that I know, that's why a lot of people are avoiding it. Now that I know, I have to do something with it. I have to go after it. And it's in the doing that I show It's a real and authentic, that this faith of mine is real and authentic. I'm not just consuming it, I'm living it out in my life. You know, this is like a husband who tells his wife he loves her, and then he lives that love out. We are called to do the same. Like, we would look at that and say, man, that's a great marriage, that's a great husband, And we are called to do the same. As we know what God is calling us to do, we go do it. Because we're not going to deceive ourselves. Because if we don't do what these words are telling us to do, if we don't live us out, it's killing us. It's deceiving us. It's all pretending. And that's not what, it's not what God's inviting you into. He wants you to really sense and feel his presence. And Jesus sets the ultimate example for what this looks like. Look to Jesus. Jesus knows the word of God and he lives it out. He is the word, right? He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. It's a beautiful passage. And he's, he's saying, look, I'm living. I am the living word. I am the word and I'm living it out in my life. And I laid down my life for all of you as an expression of what it means to be the son of God. And we are sons and daughters of the most high God commissioned to do the same and where he's called us. So the reality is this, it's in our doing 
that we display who we are wanting to be. And so the question I have is this, what are you just hearing the word? Where are you just hearing the word of God and not doing it? Just reflect on that. Let that convict you. And let that be a place where God can meet you and show you this is what I need you to do and not just hear. Father God, thank you for your patience that you meet us in these spaces where we're learning and growing. But will we not just be hearers of your word, but doers? Spirit convict us, spirit guide us, and be patient with us as we learn and grow. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to your heart, near to you, in your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.